No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we return to the book of Ezekiel, where the prophet must dramatically portray the siege of Jerusalem by building a model and laying on his side to represent the iniquity of the people. We hope you join us as Pastor Darrell continues in Ezekiel chapter 4 on Simply the Bible. They say a picture is worth a thousand words. A theatrical drama or movie is an even more powerful means of communication. Ezekiel was a prophet to the Jewish exiles in Babylon, but they had turned a deaf ear to the prophetic words of God. So now God told Ezekiel to act out his message. And we find four distinct action sermons in the book of Ezekiel. We continue today in Ezekiel chapter 4. You also, son of man, take a clay tablet and lay it before you and portray on it a city, Jerusalem. Lay siege against it, build a siege wall against it, and heap up a mound against it. Set camps against it also and place battering rams against it all around. Moreover, take for yourself an iron plate and set it as an iron wall between you and the city. Set your face against it, and it shall be besieged, and you shall lay siege against it. This will be a sign to the house of Israel. It seems that God wanted Ezekiel to make a tablet out of clay and then draw a model of the city of Jerusalem. It would probably show the temple, the walls, and gates. Since earlier God told Ezekiel to shut himself up in his house, Ezekiel probably put this model in the courtyard in front of his house so that people could stop by and see it. Ezekiel would soon have the reputation of being a prophet, and so the people would be curious to see this unusual thing that Ezekiel was doing. Ezekiel either drew or built up mounds of dirt against the walls on the tablet to indicate the Babylonian siege works that would be built against the city. These would help the invading army to breach Jerusalem's walls. Ezekiel would portray camps being set up against the city. The Babylonians would surround it so that the supplies could not get in and the people could not go out. The siege works that they built would allow the army to move up higher on the wall where the stones were smaller and they could be more easily moved with battering rams than the foundation stones below. The Lord also told Ezekiel to take an iron plate and put it between him and the city. This was probably an iron skillet and it represented the fact that there was a wall between God and the city of Jerusalem. He would set his face against the city, showing that God was now resolute in bringing judgment and there was no turning back. This would be assigned to the house of Israel. You see, the problem was that there were false prophets there in Babylon that were saying that Jerusalem wouldn't be destroyed and the people would soon be able to go back to Jerusalem. But God sent Jeremiah to prophesy in Jerusalem, 
and Ezekiel to prophesy in Babylon so that everyone would know that the people had gone too far in their rebellion and Jerusalem would now certainly be destroyed. Verse 4, Lie also on your left side and lay the iniquity of the house of Israel upon it. According to the number of the days that you lie on it, you shall bear their iniquity, for I have laid on you the years of their iniquity according to the number of the days, 390 days, so you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Israel. Now, since Babylon was east of Jerusalem, if Ezekiel was lying in the position where his head faced Jerusalem, then if he was on his left side, he would be facing north. Thus, he would bear the iniquity of the northern kingdom of Israel while lying on his side. This does not mean that Ezekiel would atone for their sins, but that as a priest, he would bear the burden or the responsibility of their sins before God. God said that he laid on Ezekiel the years of their iniquity. It is reasonable to assume that one day was corresponding to one year. But to what period of 390 years was God referring? I have read numerous commentaries and no one agrees. When that happens, I usually conclude that nobody knows for sure. They're just giving their best guess. What seems clear is that God was punishing Israel for nearly four centuries of disobedience. And when you have completed them, lie again on your right side, then you shall bear the iniquity of the house of Judah forty days. I have laid on you a day for each year. So, after the 390 days, Ezekiel would turn and lie on his right side, probably facing south. Thus, he would bear the iniquity of the southern kingdom of Judah for forty days a day for each year. Again, to what 40-year time period was the Lord referring to? It's anybody's guess. But as with Israel, Ezekiel was bearing the iniquity of Judah before the Lord. Therefore, you shall set your face toward the siege of Jerusalem. Your arm shall be uncovered, and you shall prophesy against it. And surely I will restrain you so that you cannot turn from one side to another till you have ended the days of your siege. And so as Ezekiel was lying on his side, his arm would be uncovered and that would be an indication that God was now uncovering his arm in the sense of bringing judgment against his people. The Lord said that he would restrain Ezekiel so that he could not turn from one side to the next. I will tell you that I had three eye surgeries in which for two weeks I had to keep my head down while I slept. I could not turn on my side and it was miserable. Just trying to sleep and not be able to move. You don't know how much you move until you can't move. And so God said, I'm going to restrain you. But also the restraining would be an indicator, symbolic of the fact that God would pin the people in, so to speak, in the siege that would come against them and they would be restrained. Now, what did it mean that he would be on his side for 390 days? 
When we get to verse 10, we see that this would occur from time to time, or probably more literally at a specific time each day. Ezekiel had to eat and relieve himself, among other duties of life. So there were likely set hours during the day and perhaps even at night when he would lie on one side and people could come and see him. And then, of course, he would get up and fix some food or whatever he had to. But it seems that it would happen at the same time in the day or even at night. Also, take for yourself wheat, barley, beans, lentils, millet, and spelt, put them into one vessel and make bread of them for yourself. During the number of days that you lie on your side, 390 days, you shall eat it. And your food which you eat shall be by weight, 20 shekels a day. From time to time, you shall eat it. You shall also drink water by measure, one-sixth of a hen. From time to time, you shall drink it. And you shall eat it as barley cakes and bake it using fuel of human waste in their sight. Then the Lord said, So shall the children of Israel eat their defiled bread among the Gentiles, where I will drive them. Now, God gives Ezekiel an interesting recipe for making bread. Wheat and barley were two grains that were often used, but beans, lentils, millet, and spelt were not the usual ingredients of bread. This probably indicated that the food in Jerusalem would be in such short supply during the siege that they would make bread from whatever was available. Ezekiel was allowed only eight ounces of food per day and about 20 ounces of water. So it was severely rationed, just enough to survive. This would show that the people in Jerusalem would be on the verge of starvation, which is often the case during a siege. God said that you should use human waste for fuel in baking your bread. Now, the point of this would be to show that the people would be forced to eat unclean or defiled foods in the places where they would be exiled. While animal dung was often mixed with straw and used as a cooking fuel, the thought of using human waste to cook your food on was absolutely repulsive. So I said, Oh, Lord God, indeed, I have never defiled myself from my youth till now. I have never eaten what died of itself or was torn by beasts, nor has abominable flesh ever come into my mouth. In this, Ezekiel was just grossed out. He said, I've never touched anything unclean. I've never eaten anything undefiled. Don't make me have to use human excrement as my fuel. And so the Lord said, see, I'm giving you cow dung instead of human waste, so you shall prepare your bread over it. In Ezekiel's reaction, it's very much like Peter when uh, Peter saw the sheet coming down from heaven with a bunch of creepy, crawly, unclean animals. And, and he heard the voice saying, kill and eat, Peter. And Peter said, no way, Lord, I'm not going to eat anything unclean. I never have, never will, you know. And so uh, same thing, Ezekiel said, I can't do that. And, and God said, okay, all right, you can use cow dung instead of human waste. Moreover, he said to me, son of man, surely I will cut off the supply of bread in Jerusalem they shall eat bread by weight and with anxiety and shall drink water by measure and with dread. 
that they may lack bread and water and be dismayed with one another and waste away because of their iniquity. Now, history tells us that the famine during the siege would become so severe that they would actually eat their own children. They will be dismayed with one another, the Lord said. That Hebrew word translated dismayed means to be utterly desolate, devastated, or destitute. Their lives would be ruined because of their iniquity. For the Lord to be so resolute in his destruction of the city where he put his name and against his chosen people whom he loved shows just how lethal sin is. One of the greatest safeguards for any of us is to fear God, which is the hatred of evil. We cannot indulge in sin and expect God to look the other way. If God does turn away from us, then it will be to our harm because he is the author and sustainer of life. Therefore, we are wise to heed the words of the Apostle Paul in Romans 11.22. Note then the kindness and the severity of God, severity toward those who have fallen, but kindness to you, provided you continue in his kindness. May God help us to continue in his loving kindness by turning from our sins and loving him with all of our hearts. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. That's calvarytv.org. If you have any questions or comments, please contact us through our website. To listen to previous episodes, check out our podcast on iTunes or Spotify, and please leave us a review. Tomorrow we will see where Ezekiel dramatizes God's judgment of Jerusalem. The people will suffer famine, pestilence, the sword, and be scattered to the winds for all to see. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Ezekiel on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.